Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Care, founder of Launchpeer, and today we're going to be talking about venture capital. Okay, there's been a lot of articles lately published in huge magazines, and Kristen mentions one specifically that are talking about how startups don't need venture capital. Okay, you can be successful without it. And I totally agree with that. I think startups can definitely be successful without venture capital, but there's a couple caveats, okay? Now, to say that it's either or and it's black and white is wrong. And a lot of times in the press, they want to paint things at black and white because they like to create conflict. It's not good in the press to have gray area because that doesn't cause discussion. That doesn't create comments. That doesn't create retweets. That doesn't create likes and shares and people talking about it. They want to have black and white, two sides two opposing forces fighting against each other. So today we're going to talk about venture capital and whether or not you have to have it as a startup. And if not, why? Today's question comes from Kristen in Orlando, Florida. She writes in, I just read a New York Times article that discusses how entrepreneurs are finding ways to undo the money they took from venture capital funds in order to survive. I think this goes to show that getting VC funding isn't necessarily the way to go in some cases. There are startups deliberately avoiding venture capitalists, and I think that makes a lot of sense, especially for the many startups who just aren't ready to accelerate too quickly into the ground. What are your thoughts on whether startups should seed VC, and what are the benefits or downsides of each option? Hey, Kristen, so thanks for your question. I've seen a lot of these articles published recently. Okay, it's becoming a huge thing where startups are starting to fight against the tide of having a requirement of raising venture capital or angel investment or just startup investment in general. Okay. And there's really like what they want to paint a picture of is that there's two sides. There's people who think that you should never take venture capital. It's not a requirement. You should build a business for profit right out the gate. And if you can't make money building your company, then you shouldn't do it. Okay. That's the one side. The other side of people are, you need venture capital. If you're going to build a big, successful company, you have to raise money. And that's the fastest way to accelerate growth. That's the fastest way to scale. And it's something that's going to help you beat down the competition who isn't seeking venture capital. Okay. Now, look, both of those opinions are correct. All right. Both of them. They're both right. And we don't preach one or the other here at Launchpeer. Yes, one of the primary things that we do at Launchpeer is helping the customers we work with raise funding. Okay, and we've gotten really, really good at it. But it is not a requirement. All right, and let me explain what the journey is that we take our startups through and when that decision to raise funding usually pops up, okay? So here's the progression that typically startups go through. And this is what makes the startups the most successful. Okay, you can go look at all the successful startups that you ever looked at and they all follow this path, okay? And sure, it wasn't a straight line. It's never a straight line in startups, but they typically follow this journey, okay? First, they have an idea and they validate it. They do something to validate the idea to make sure people want it. Sure, some startups get lucky and they don't do any validation and they launch something like, oh, well, people actually do want this and that's fine. But what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to validate the idea, right? The second step is building an MVP, something really, really small, ideally like ridiculously small where you're not spending hardly any money on it, if any, to get something built that people can actually use to solve the one big problem your startup solves, okay? The next step after that is launch. 
and you're going to use that MVP to go launch and get a handful of customers or users. Okay. Just enough traction to prove that. Yes. Okay. People will use this and let me start getting feedback on what people want, what people don't want, what features they want me to add, what they want me to build next, whatever. Once launch is done, that's when the decision is typically made on whether they should raise funding or not. Hey, okay, let me explain what factors go into that decision. On the one hand, one factor that goes into it is, is there a revenue model built into it yet or not? Okay. If you're building a social media network today, you cannot tell me, and you can bullshit me all you want. Most people are lying if they say this. You cannot build a, a social media network and charge for it right out the gate. Okay. Could you imagine if Facebook launched today and said, hey, we created Facebook and it's going to cost you $9 a month to use it? No, nobody would pay for it. It just would not happen. We've been spoiled by free things. Okay. Us as a society, we're spoiled by all this technology that's absolutely free. And Facebook is one of those things. So if you wanted to create a social media network today, there's no way you'd be able to launch it and charge people right out the gate. So how are you going to make revenue on that? It might be a great business model and you might have ideas to, to monetize it down the road once you get enough people signed up and maybe you get businesses to advertise on it or whatever. But that takes a lot of time. That takes a lot of money, takes a lot of energy, takes a lot of sales and marketing, takes a really good product to do all of those things. It would be almost impossible in that situation to not raise money you need to bridge yourself from the time you launch an MVP to the time that you have the ability to raise funding. Okay. So that's one of those situations where it would be very difficult to do that. And it's not just with social media applications. It's with a lot of different stuff. Okay. Could you imagine yourself quitting your job right now and saying, I'm going to work full time, not going to make any money. And I'm just going to work full time on my startup. No, that would be almost impossible to do unless your startup was raising money or was generating revenue right out the gate. And not every startup can generate positive ROI right out the gate. I can point to every single unicorn startup right now, almost every single one. Some of them are profitable, but most of them are not profitable at all. And is that, is that right? Is that wrong? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. I always prefer our customers and startups in general to have a revenue model built in from the beginning. Sometimes it's just not realistic. Most of the time it's not realistic. Okay. And so when you're thinking about a situation like that, that necessitates you to go raise venture capital. It just does. There's no way around it. If you cannot monetize your startup right out the gate, and a lot of times you can't, it's very difficult to do it. And it's even more difficult to get such a high positive ROI that you can pay yourself. You can pay a salesperson. You can pay a marketing person. You can pay a customer success person. You can pay a development team. Do you have the money to do that right now? Of course you don't. Most people don't. And so the reason that most people raise venture capital is to be able to support those efforts in order to build a company. And it's not just venture capital. Normal businesses do this all the time. That's why businesses, business loans exist. And so businesses can borrow money, use that money on growth or hiring people or whatever, and then they can reinvest that capital that they're receiving from hiring those people and doing more work and getting more customers back into paying off that loan. Okay. So businesses do it and they've been doing it for hundreds of years. Why wouldn't it be the same thing for startups? It would be hard for those businesses to grow if they couldn't get business loans or if they couldn't get business credit cards or if they couldn't get lines of credit. 
Well, it's the same thing for startups. It's just, you can't get a business loan. You can't get a line of credit. You can't get a good credit card because you're too early on. And that's what venture capital is there for. Okay. Now let's talk about the start. That's, that's an obviously obvious, clear example of that startup has to raise money. Okay. If you don't have any profit, profit margin enough to be able to pay yourself, pay a team, pay yourself to grow, then you have to raise venture capital. There's no other way around it. Okay. That's a very clear line in the sand. If that's you, you have to raise venture capital or else you're not going to build a successful company. That's just the truth. People don't want to say that, but it's just the truth. Okay. Now let's talk about the other side. Let's say you're building a product that does have revenue built into it. Okay. Let's say that you do have enough profit once you built an MVP and you launched and you're making enough money where you can work on it full time. Maybe you can work, you can hire one person or two people. Okay. This is where the gray area comes in. Now for these startups, they have two choices. They have two options. Okay. On the one hand, they can keep doing what they're doing, which means they're going to make some revenue and they're going to reinvest that revenue and that, well, not the revenue because they need to pay themselves and their team. They're going to reinvest that profit back into their company and they can do that. That's totally fine. Okay. But let's say they wanted to grow faster. Okay. They obviously have something that's working. They're getting customers and users and they want to scale that up. Well, the only way to scale up fast is to raise money or to get a big infusion of cash from somewhere. Okay. Now they don't have to do that. There's no requirement saying they have to do that. They can grow at a slow and steady pace. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. But if they raise that money and use that money to hire a bigger team, then they'd be able to reinvest that money from that bigger team back into their company and to their investors. And let, let's use an example here. Okay. Let's say my company was a SaaS product and we were selling, you know, a $200 a month product. And I had one salesperson on my team and I had a developer and I had me and I was like the marketing person. So me, a salesperson and a, mar and a marketing person, okay. Or a developer. So me, a salesperson and a developer, I'm the one doing marketing. And let's say we were selling $200 a month to $500 a month SaaS subscription to some product or tool. Okay. In that situation, let's say that my salesperson is able to sell one person every single business day. Okay. And that's just the numbers that we've been getting. So they sell one person every business day. So that's 20 people a month at $500 a month. Okay. So let's do some quick math here. 500 times 20. That's $10,000 a month. Yeah. That's enough to pay each of you $3,500. Okay. That's not terrible. That's pretty good. Okay. Let's say that it's even a little bit more than that. Let's say you're making $20,000 a month. And let's say you're all paying yourself a living wage for somebody in your city. So let's say you're all paying yourself like, I don't know, let's just say $4,000 a month. Okay. I know it's probably a little low than some of you are used to making, but let's just say you're paying yourself $4,000 a month. Okay. So if you're paying yourselves $4,000 a month, each of you are making 4k and the leftover. So four, eight, 12, if you're making $20,000 a month is $8,000 a month. And so you can use that $8,000 to hire another salesperson, right? Okay. Well then your profit margin goes away. And so where's that marketing budget going to come from? Okay. So you have $4,000 a month to spend on ads or to spend on content or to do whatever it is, other stuff that you're going to do. And you can do that. That's totally fine. But okay, here's where the butt comes in. Let's take another startup who is creating sort of the same product as you. And they have a team of three, same as you. They're making $20,000 a month in revenue. Each of them pays themselves $4,000 a month. And you know, their salesperson is selling one person a day, maybe one and a half. So we can get up to that $20,000 mark, right? We get to that point and they decide this other startup decides to raise, 
$200,000, the $250,000, $500,000, whatever they decide to raise. Let's just say it's $500,000. They raise that money and they use it to immediately hire five salespeople and to hire a customer success manager. And they use it to build two or three other features into their product that their prospects who aren't signing up say they want or else they won't sign up. Okay. They're able to do that immediately, right away. And what are they able to do with that? If all five of those salespeople are able to sell one and a half customers a day, they just went from being a $20,000 a month business to being a $150,000 or a hundred dollars to $150,000 a month business. Okay. And because they have money left over, they can reinvest that money into more marketing efforts to go after more and more people. So all this company over here that decided not to raise capital is okay with steady, slow growth, which is what it's going to be. It's not, it might not be slow, but it's not going to be as fast as the people who got a huge infusion of cash, but they're able to grow. You know, they're, they're growing at a steady rate. They're going to keep reinvesting that profit, the $20,000 a month. They have an extra eight to, you know, four to $8,000 left over. They'll keep reinvesting it and they'll keep growing at a steady rate. While this other startup over here who raised venture capital is able to go out and get a huge portion of the market because they have five salespeople now and the other one has one, maybe six salespeople, maybe eight. Maybe they use all their funding on hiring salespeople. Maybe they use all their funding on doing marketing. And maybe they just keep a small percentage from product development. You can't tell me that if you're looking at those two equally, that the one who's raising money isn't in a better position. Okay. They just are. It's going to be a better positioned company to compete with that other company. Okay. It's just the truth. And it really, all it comes down to is you, what do you want? What do you want out of your startup? Okay. Cause there's no way you're going to raise venture capital unless you're interested in building a hundred million to a billion dollar company. And if that's not something you're interested in, that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You can build a successful business. You can even build a hundred million to a billion dollar company without taking venture capital. There's nothing saying you can't do that, but the path is just going to be slower. Okay. You'll have total control, total freedom. I'm always a fan of that. I love that. But that also means that you're going to be relying on the own, just the cash you have in your account. That's it at any given time. If somebody told you right now, let's just look at those two businesses. If somebody told you right now that, you know, hey, my business turns $1 into $2, okay? Which is what both of those companies are doing, right? They have three people. They pay each other $12,000 and they're able to turn that $12,000 into $20,000 a month, right? So it's not exactly one or two, but if somebody said, I will turn your $1 into $2, wouldn't you want to give that person $200 so they can turn into 400? Wouldn't you want to give that someone $5,000 so they could turn into 10, 10 to turn it into 20, 50 to turn it into hundred? I would take that. I would want to do that. So why wouldn't you want to do that for yourself? If you have something that's working, why wouldn't you want to take venture capital? Most of the time, venture capital, I feel like it's a bad name because of stupid startup founders or stupid investors. I mean, just to be totally honest with you guys, they have stupid founders who didn't do what they needed to do to prove that their product was going to work in the market. And they have stupid investors who bought into a vision that's not validated that nobody wanted. And I've talked to you guys about those examples before with Theranos. Okay. You got a ton of money. The investors didn't do their research. And so it gave venture capital a bad name because everyone looks at those investors like they're idiots. And the opposite thing is true. You have founders who were unethical, took money that they didn't deserve. And now it makes all the other startups look bad because they took money they shouldn't have had. And so it gives raising money a bad name. Okay. It's not black and white. It's just not, it never will be. All it comes down to is what you want out of your company. Okay. It's okay to build a company without venture capital. Just know that once you start getting traction, it's going to be a lot slower than if somebody hands you $300,000 to turn it into a million dollars or hands you a million dollars to turn it into $10 million. 
And if you have an engine and a vehicle that is doing that, then there's no reason why you shouldn't try to get an influx of cash from anywhere, banks, lines of credit, whatever, to double down on that and do something about it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. If you liked this episode and all of our other episodes, please go give us a rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate it and it helps us spread the word about the podcast. Also, if you're interested in doing amazing things this year in 2019, if you're ready to take your idea and actually do something with it, like all of our other customers at LaunchPeer have, I want you to go to launchpeer.com slash apply and schedule a call with our team. At the very least, you'll gain tons of clarity on your specific startup journey from our team that's worked with hundreds of startups around the world. 